Indiana basketball getting swept by Purdue is unacceptable. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome and it is the Locked on Hoosiers podcast. I'm your man Jacob Goins. I appreciate you making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen each and every day. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college terms and conditions apply well welcome into lockdown hoosiers i do appreciate you being here i appreciate you being uh in this making this your go-to spot for all things indiana athletics whether you're on youtube whether you're on your audio platforms however you get us we are free and available wherever you get your podcast thank you so much for being here um want to want to say at the forefront Apologies for no um, immediate reaction video to the Indiana-Purdue game over the weekend. I had a, a family emergency come up on Saturday that I was dealing with most of the day Saturday and all day on Sunday. So I do apologize about that. Um, but we are here this week, back here on this Monday. So thank you so much for being here. Indiana basketball going winless against Purdue. 0-2, getting swept by the Boilermakers is unacceptable in a season here in Bloomington. We have all that coming up. We'll look ahead at what happened and what's coming up, plus an update on the Lady Hoosiers and what Mike Woodson had to say following that Indiana and Purdue game. But 79-59 final score? Are you kidding me? And not only do you lose, you get swept. Not only did you get swept, you got beat bad both games this season by Indiana and you know you, you look at this in a couple of ways and you look at it as all right Indiana had another chance at a quad one win you're on the road at a top five team it's a tough matchup it's a tough thing but it is possible right and Indiana had a chance to do something here to make something of this season get the biggest win of the year by far and it just didn't happen. And early on, you felt like there's a chance. You're like, all right, Indiana's playing well. You start out with the lead. You get out by a couple of buckets. Everything's going fine. Then Purdue comes back and takes their first lead, right? You're like, okay, we're hanging around. And then that was it, right? That was it. Indiana's offense crashed and burned. The defense wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. And it, it just, you felt like there was no possible way to come back. And there pretty much wasn't. So you look at it from that perspective. You also look at it from the other perspective of we just lost to our biggest rivals twice by double digits where neither game was even close at their place and at our place. That's unacceptable to me. And I know it is for you as well. And I look straight at Mike Woodson, who I know he understands that. I know that he gets it. I know he he fully is aware of what this rivalry means. but. Man, this is not cool. Like, Indiana and Purdue is a historic rivalry, one that we take very, very seriously, and we hate to lose, right? We don't like losing games anyway, but losing to them 
hurts even more. Getting embarrassed by them hurts even more. Now, they'll crash and burn too, and they'll lose somewhere in the NCAA tournament. But hey, at least they're going to make the NCAA tournament. We're right now not even close to making the tournament. And that's where you have to go with this as well, is the fact that Indiana still has not beaten a good team. They haven't even thought about beating a good team yet this season. And while they still have opportunities to do that, they're running out of time. We've been saying this for weeks. Oh, there's still games on the schedule, still chances to get those wins. Yeah. Well, here we are approaching mid-February. You've got a month. You've got a month to figure it out. And that is scary to me for for this Indiana team because, folks, they're nowhere near the NCAA tournament right now. You know that. They don't have any quad one wins. All of their losses in those quad one games are bad. Um, You just don't... You don't have a whole lot going for you right now at 14 and 10 overall and six and seven in conference play. Good thing is you are still hanging around in the Big Ten trying to make it into that top four. I don't think that happens, but it's possible. And you do still have the Big Ten tournament. So you can make some noise there and try to go on a run. But I mean, it's just not looking good right now. And you look at this game against Purdue here, I mean, the fact that C.J. Gunn was your leading scorer, that tells you all you need to know. That's literally all I could tell you, and you'd say, yeah, Indiana probably lost if you didn't know the final score already. 13 points for him, 12 points for McKenzie Mbako, 11 points for Khalil Ware, 10 points for Trey Galloway, 6 points for Malik Renew. Also, 6 points for Anthony Walker off the bench. There's a problem here. The offense is terrible. The offense was bad. And yes, Purdue did a fantastic job at slowing it down. But, man, Indiana's got to find ways to help these guys score. Malik had a tough night, 3 of 11. Ware had a decent night, 5 of 7, right? But And he almost had a a double-double, which is nice. But, yeah, Malik Renew struggled, man. They struggled. They pressured him. They doubled him. They were all over him. And you could see it. And didn't play, you know, a ton of minutes, obviously, and and just did not have a great night. And Indiana struggled in this game offensively. You only had 25 first half points. You got 34 in the second half, but the game was over at that point anyway. And like I mentioned, the, the defense wasn't bad. There were bad times. There were bad moments, bad possessions, sure. But I don't know. I think if you hold Purdue to 79 points in their building, I think you have a chance, especially if you're coming down the stretch and it is a close game. I think you would probably have a chance. But, uh, of course, Zach Eady did his thing with 26 points and also pulling down 13 boards. And then uh, with Smith, you gave up 19 points, nine rebounds, and four assists to him. So you almost gave up two double-doubles in their starting lineup. So all of that to say this, this has to change. This has to fix. You You probably don't get another shot at them this year unless somehow you find Purdue in the Big Ten tournament. Um, but this comes down to recruiting. This comes down to coaching. This comes down to a mindset change here in Bloomington that this is unacceptable. This is not okay to lose to Purdue and lose to Purdue the way that we did this season. Indiana, you lose a, to Purdue twice. You go 0 for 2 in embarrassing fashion both times. That has to change, and I look at head coach Mike Woodson. 
Coming up on Locked on Hoosiers, we will take a look at what Mike Woodson had to say following that Indiana and Purdue loss and, and see what he had to say breaking this all down. He wasn't happy, of course, but, uh, you know, does he have anything to say, basically, is what this comes down to. What does he have to say to defend it this time? That's what's coming up here on Locked on Hoosiers in just a second. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are on the right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a very vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals when you can't find anywhere else. LinkedIn does all the all that while making the process easy and intuitive. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Two and a half small, two and a half million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. That's amazing. And your business could be one of them. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back into Lockdown Hoosiers. I appreciate you being here. Shout out to all my everydayers who are here every single day. If you're on YouTube, be sure you like the video, subscribe to the channel. We are still pushing uh, for 1,800 subscribers and quickly towards 2,000 subscribers. And and look, man, we are doing a really good job. People are noticing, and we're continuing to grow. And so thank you so much for that. Uh, you're the reason that is possible. And again, if you're on the audio platforms as well, you can subscribe there. Be sure you turn on notifications so you never miss uh, when we have an episode go live. Indiana and Purdue, Hoosiers lose by 20. What did Mike Woodson have to say about all of this, about this unacceptable loss once again? Well, there were uh, obviously some some questions when it came to the effort. There were some questions on the um, the rivalry with Purdue and the defense and everything, and we're going to get into all of that. So very first question they asked was, what needs to be done to get the program back on track after blowout losses to teams like Purdue and UConn? Because you've played some big programs this year. You've played Purdue, UConn, Auburn, Kansas, and you've lost them all. You've lost them all. They were all blowouts except Kansas, right? You you kept that one close, and frankly, you probably should have won that one. But all the other games that you played against the biggest programs in the sport, you got brutally beaten. I mean, like, take it out back with a lead pipe and, and just put to sleep. And so Woodson says, we've got to just continue to work and build with our team. We're a very young team when it comes to those two, UConn and Purdue. Not having X, that hurts because it puts a lot of pressure on Gabe to get things done. He, uh, I thought he played okay tonight, but I thought the difference was Braden Smith and the big fella Edie for them. And, you know, there's there's the issue right there is that's there's no real answer there. There's not. There's no real answer because – I don't think I don't think Woodson has the answers. I really don't. I don't think he has the answers. He's recruiting, sure. And in the list of guys that he's going to see this week and and 
and has been seeing and guys that they're trying to go after. Yeah, they're big time players, but guess what? We are behind. Indiana basketball is behind where it should be and everybody else that's around them right now. And that's what hurts. And it doesn't help that Purdue, our biggest rivals, rolling right now. Sure, that doesn't help at all. But I don't think Woodson has the answers, which is why I think a lot of you are ready to get him out. I think a lot of you are on that train. And you know what? I'm not too far behind. Um, he talks about the issues at the start of the second half and the team was rattled, which they 100% were. Shocker, come out in another second half and you play like crap. I mean, that's just the, that's Indiana basketball. That's written on the whiteboard in the locker room, I think. He said, I wouldn't call it rattled. Uh, you got to make shots. We threw the ball away, had some turnovers. I thought Malik tonight was, he just wasn't Malik. And they had a lot to do with that from a defensive standpoint, which is very, very true. Uh, he continues to say, I think he was trying to do it himself and just looked out, out of character. He's been pretty solid for us this season, but tonight it just wasn't his night. But again, there's no real answer there. He said, yeah, we got to make shots and we turned it over, but do you have any explanation on why your team cannot come out of the locker room ready to go? Guess who I put that on, coach? I put that on you. That's on a coaching staff. That's on the head coach. If you can't get your team ready to play for the second 20 minutes of basketball, if you can't get them fired up and motivated and make the changes to be better, then guess what? You're not cut out for the job. And that's the direction we're heading here with Mike Woodson in this Indiana program. And he talks about, you know, facing adversity and, and how this team plays. He said, I'm not frustrated. Uh, he said, again, we have a young team, blah, 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 a senior point guard that can help lead. And that's so that's been missing talking about X. Uh, but for the most part, we have fought this season in spurts where we haven't been able to just put 40 minute ball games together like we have in the past. And that's been some of the frustration. But again, for me, as the coach, I got to just continue to teach. We have to continue to work and put the guys in the best position possible to win. Tonight was not our night. You got to give Purdue a credit. They're a pretty good team. Yeah, I mean, they're a good team. And yeah, you still have to teach and you still have to coach. But why can't we get 40 minutes of basketball put together? Why can we not put an entire game together? Because I'm with you. It's been very, very few times that this team has done that. And in these Big Ten games, no, you really haven't put 40 minutes together because your wins have been second half efforts or first half leads where you hung on in the second half. Like you just haven't played like an actual team this season. And again, who do you put that on? Yeah, you can put some of that on the players. Sure. On your seniors like Trey Galloway or Xavier Johnson, who we all know has been dealing with injuries this entire time. But I mean, you can only say to the players so much, hey, play better, be better. As a coach, you've got to put them in those positions to be better to be successful to win basketball games and I just don't think he's doing that I don't think we're getting that out of a head coach right now uh Woodson said this about what was working early in the game offensively and why it couldn't be sustained he said ball movement uh, it's great when you run offense and you make shots that cures a lot of problems but when you start missing you put so much heat on your defense to get stops and rebounding and then uh, with them having Edie, 
It cost us again early because we picked up a couple of fouls on Ware where he had to sit down. He said, I thought Ware played well. Uh, I played him well. I thought Ware played a hell of a game tonight considering that he didn't get to play much in Bloomington against the young man. So that was promising. And man, let me say this. Khalil Ware's seven foot tall. And Zach Eady made him look small. Like made no offense to Khalil Ware whatsoever, but Zach Eady made Khalil Ware kind of look on the smaller side. And that's scary because Eady is a really, really big, good player. How will he be at the next level? I don't think all that great, but that's just one man's opinion. But Woodson's right to where, yeah, you foul trouble, got you out of rhythm a little bit. And yeah, you couldn't get some stops. Early on, though, Indiana's ball movement was fantastic. They were moving it around, getting open shots, getting in the lane, making some tough shots, some tough turnaround floaters from the guys inside. But they were doing what they needed to do. Purdue adjusted. Purdue made the defensive adjustment, sure. But Indiana didn't. They were like, well, oh, no. Purdue made adjustments. What do we do now? They just put their hands up Ricky Bobby style and said, I don't know what to do anymore. And... That was it. Purdue made adjustments. Indiana didn't. And that's why you saw a 20-point win. All of that to say this. Once again, following a, a, a big loss, Mike Woodson doesn't have the answers. He doesn't have the answers. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know how to fix it. In-game, post-game, pre-game, anything. And you've got this entire week off here. What's he going to do? What is Indiana going to do? We've had this before and nothing changed. And I subscribe to the line of thinking of it's mid-February. This team is who they are. You're not going to change it. You're not going to fix it now because you can't. You can't fix it. This team is who they are, and we just have to accept that. And I don't know. I don't know. We got to start preparing to have a very, very slow march around here because the NCAA tournament's not in our cards. And again, it's unacceptable to me. It's unacceptable to you. It's unacceptable to anybody around this Indiana fan base. And bad days, man. It's it's just not good right now. And things are going to have to change if we want things to change. Coming up on Locked on Hoosiers, our final segment. We'll take a look ahead, kind of what happens next, plus some Indiana women's updates as well. Big weekend for the Lady Hoosiers. We'll talk about that coming up on Locked on Hoosiers. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with live same-game parlays, quick bets, exclusive props, and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Final segment here on Locked on Hoosiers. I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day. While the men may not be able to um, get, get, us, get us where we want to be, Indiana women are doing their thing and got to shout out Mackenzie Holmes, the baller herself. 
breaks the Indiana scoring record when Indiana women take down Purdue. They're able to get the job done and make us feel okay. So shout out to them for uh, keeping us sane, I would say, when it comes to our Indiana fandom. So, yes, shout out to them who are now 20-3, and 11-2 going into that game on Sunday. Mackenzie Holmes needed 17 to become the all-time leading scorer in Indiana women's basketball history. And now she has it. 2,365 points. Holy smokes. I mean, that's just unbelievable. That is a such an accomplishment for her. She needed 17. She got 17. And she breaks the record by one. She'll obviously expand on that record as the season goes on. And here's what she had to say about it. She said, I'm just extremely thankful, Holmes said. Uh, it's, re- it's a really special thing for me to wear Indiana across my chest every single day. To play inside of Assembly Hall has been one of the greatest blessings of my life. I think I was just kind of feeling that when I saw Tyra and Amanda up on the screen. It's really amazing the culture that Coach Morin has built. And, uh, I mean, you cannot underestimate and and really – you can't talk about it enough how much Mackenzie Holmes has brought to this Indiana women's team. She's been here. She's been through it. She has been a part of this massive build and and has made Indiana women's basketball one of the elite programs in the sport. And we all know about the, the college game for the women's side. It's very, very top-heavy, right? It has been for years where you've got four or five teams at the top and everybody else is just kind of there playing for fun. And Indiana has worked their way into that top group. Now, that top group has expanded a little bit, sure, but Indiana women have worked their way into that. And all the credit in the world to the coaching staff and to players like Mackenzie Holmes who have helped build this and have carried it on. And she has now cemented herself even more so than she already had as the leading scorer in Indiana women's basketball history. So congratulations to her, man. And this team's exciting. If you're getting bored, if you're getting frustrated with the uh, with the men's team, watch the women's team. We're going to keep talking about them and covering them on this program because, look, they know what's going on. They're able to beat Purdue. They're able to win games. They're going to make the NCAA tournament. So we're going to talk about it because people care about basketball in this state. And we love the Lady Hoosiers on this program. 95-62, Indiana takes down Purdue. And you look at the Lady Hoosiers right now, 20-3 and overall, sitting at second in the Big Ten. They've got a pretty manageable end of the season do uh does does indiana at wisconsin at illinois then the biggest game of the year you get to bring iowa back to your house after uh what was not such a great game the last time you played them when you went there 84 57 so you get caitlin clark and iowa in our building this time then at northwestern and then home for maryland and And you look at the latest women's bracketology, this was as of, uh, looks like Friday. So this will be updated coming out probably today or tomorrow. And Indiana is rolling right now. All right, they're rolling. And you look, the Big Ten's playing well. And they've got Indiana as a four seed right now, which I think the loss to Ohio State kind of hurt you there. But you look at Ohio State. And the Buckeyes are two right now. So Indiana's fine. They've got a chance to get a win over Iowa, who still remains as a one seed. 
How big of an opportunity is that going to be in Assembly Hall coming up in a couple of weeks? So excited for that. Lady Hoosiers are fine. I think they're higher than a four seed. I think they're better than a four seed. And I think they will be higher than a four seed. Beat Iowa, take care of business, have a little fun in the Big Ten tournament, and then let's see what happens. Let's see where this thing goes. I think they're going to be good. I think good things are going to happen, and we're going to get to cover that team come March and, and through the women's tournament. So excited for that. And again, congratulations to Mackenzie Holmes. 2,365 points, Indiana women, all-time leading scorer. And looking ahead really quickly for the men's side of things, who now sit at 14 and 10, here's what the Hoosiers on the men's side have coming up. You're off this week. You have this big bye week, um, which most teams would take advantage of. We'll see if Indiana does or not. Northwestern on Saturday, huge game, huge chance. Indiana has to uh, take advantage. Actually, on Sunday, uh, that Indiana gets Northwestern at home. Nebraska at Penn State. Home versus Wisconsin, who has just completely the wheels have fallen off. They are grinding on their on their bottom of the car right now. It are the Badgers at Maryland, at Minnesota, and then home versus Michigan State. So again, you still got by my count three opportunities to get quality wins, to get quad one games, and two of those, no, all three of those are here in Bloomington at Assembly Hall. Hoosiers have to take advantage. Will they? I don't know. We're going to find out. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers. I appreciate you being here. Appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day. Be sure you like the video on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Turn on notifications wherever you get your podcast because we are free wherever you get us. So we'll be back tomorrow. We've got great content all week long as we look ahead to the weekend, kind of talk about some, some what-if situations, what happens if the season doesn't turn around. All of that and more coming up throughout this week on Locked on Hoosiers. So until next time, Hoosier fans, stay safe, and I'll talk to you later.